Welcome to the Grace for the Growth podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Leo. The goal of this podcast is to encourage you on your own growth journey by empowering you to live your life with authenticity, freedom, and confidence. We will get real and raw as we dive into honest conversations about life, faith, business, relationships, dating, healing, and so much more. My goal is that you would walk away from our time together feeling a little less alone, a little less crazy, and a little more brave to be yourself. I hope you will find yourself more compassionate to past you, challenged as present you, and excited for future you. Embrace the story. Welcome the messy of it all. Sit in the unknown. And most importantly, live authentically. So pull up a chair in my virtual living room and let's dive into today's conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode. Uh, today's a solo episode, and I'm excited just to sit and chat with you about what's been on my heart, my mind this week, and I hope to encourage you a little bit. We're going to be talking today about abundant life and what that looks like and how we can sit in it and how we can hold that um, for our lives and the decisions that we can make towards walking into abundant life. Um, I I just can't shake this thought. I just can't shake this concept. I feel like I've just been in so many conversations this week about it. And I think it's something that we hear, like we hear the term abundant or abundant life or life to the fullest, whatever you want to call it. I feel like we hear it a lot, but what do we actually do about it? Or what does it actually mean? Or what does it actually look like? Um, and so I, I think in the conversations that I've been having, and we're about to, I'm going to read a little bit from John, but um, the conversation that I've been having have been encouraging people, whether they're clients or friends, in you can have a life that you love. Like, have you given yourself permission to live a life that you love? And hear me out. I'm not sitting here and saying that life is perfect and we don't go through hard things. But I know at least for me and for several people I've talked to, I've spent so much of my life living passively. I've spent so much of my life going through the motions waiting for, okay, when I do this, then I'll do this. When I get at this place in my career, then I'll do this. When I have this much money, then I'll do this. When I get married, then I'll do this. Like just so many of those kind of barriers that I've just, just put me in this place of living passively and just living life as it comes along. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with just going through the motions of life and just letting life roll to you. But at least for me, and I believe for some of you as well, in the conversations I've had with you, there's just this question of, is is there more? Is there more? And is there more for me now? Or do I have to wait for something? And and so a couple of years ago, I started asking myself, what does abundant life look like? And what does living to the fullest look like? Because, because I can't sit here and say that I am living my 1000% dream life. I can't dream any bigger. Like I couldn't say that today. 
but could I say that I'm living a very full life with the circumstances and the cards that I've been dealt? I can now. Yeah. And it took me a while to get here because what I was sitting here and I was sitting here and going, okay, I want to make this much money. I want to live here. I want to like, I want to have this kind of friends and this family and been at this place in my ministry and like all these kind of things. And like, I'm not there yet. So therefore my life is lacking. And a couple of years ago, I just said, no, no, what we're going to do, Courtney, <laughs> is we're going to start living fully. We're going to start living and soaking the life out of every moment that we have. And that doesn't mean spending every second doing something contrary to popular belief or contrary to my former belief. That means that we are living life fully. We're living life abundantly. That with the cards that we've been dealt today, we're going to do the best we can. And look, we all have different cards. We all have different responsibilities. We all have different burdens we're carrying. We all have different grief. And like, don't get, like, hear me, hear me. Okay. I'm not sitting here and saying that life is all peachy. Put a smile on your face and run through it. If you think that's what I'm saying, go listen to past episodes when I talk about grief and I talk about, no, sometimes you just have to sit in sadness. So I'm not saying pretend like pain doesn't exist. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying with the cards that you've been dealt today, are you maximizing your opportunity? Are you maximizing your potential? Are you maximizing what you have today? And let me tell you, when I started asking myself this question, and I'm not perfect at it. Don't think I'm perfect at it. When I started asking this question, I started realizing that the, my reflections and my experiences over my life started completely transforming because I was like, wow, with the cards that I have dealt today, I'm going to live this day out. I'm going to live this week out. I'm going to live this experience out. Guess what? Um, I, uh, my dream life, if I were to just like architect my dream life, it would not include being single. But guess what? I am single right now. And so with the cards I've been dealt right now, I'm going to live the best dang single life full of abundance that I can. I'm not going to sit here waiting and wishing for something to come and putting my life on pause. I'm going to live fully now. And so for whatever that is for you, whether it's a relationship status, whether it's a job, whether it's finances, whether it's a place in ministry, whether it's you've been given this dream and you're not there yet, whatever it is, my encouragement for you today is what would it look like if you lived life fully today with the cards that you've been dealt today, because I know you're thinking about, I know you've got big dreams. I know you have vision of you, of what you want that season to look like. And I believe that you can get there. And I believe that that will come. But what about today? I don't want to look back at my life and go, wow, I missed out on some really special moments and time because I was like shrinking myself or because I wasn't living it out or because I didn't feel like my life was optimal. And so I didn't optimize the life that I had. So that's what I want to encourage you in today. And really what I've just been asking people in these conversations with my clients or, or anything like that is, do you have a life that you love? And if you don't, why not? And if you don't, are there steps that you can take to start moving you towards a life that you love? Because you're worth it. 
Did you hear me? Like you're worth it. You're worth living a life that all circumstances considered, you can look at and go, you know, this is the, this is my absolute best that I could show up with today. I maximized that season. I maximized that month, that week with the cards that I've been dealt. This is not a game of comparison. This is not even a game of comparison for you in past lives or former lives. This is you today. Are you maximizing out that season? I think that living abundantly and living fully is fully biblical. I do. If we look at Ephesians 3.20 and we look at how, like, I love Ephesians 3.20. It's, I stand on it a lot. God is able to do more than how we can ask or imagine. That sounds like an abundant God. That seems like a maxed out God. That seems like a, a big one. Going back, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but John 10, I could do several episodes on John 10. John 10 is talking about the good shepherd. I'm the good shepherd. Um, and Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and he's going on this whole thing about shepherds and sheep and all that kind of stuff. And the Pharisees are like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> So he's like going through this whole story talking about sheep and how they know the father's voice and gates and all this kind of stuff. And it's a whole thing and different conversations. It's great. But then it says that uh, in verse six, this figure of speech that Jesus used with them, meaning the Pharisees, they, they did not understand what he was saying to them. Like the Pharisees are like, excuse me, what are you talking about? Shepherds and sheep. And so in verse 7, John 10, verse 7, it says, So Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door, and if anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. I could talk so long about that. Um, Moving on, John 10, 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I could also talk about that for a while. We could go on a whole thing. Actually, that is going to happen one day. Um, The thief comes to only steal, kill, and destroy. Period. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Verse 11. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. And then he goes on and keeps going and going on. So let's break this down. Okay, let's break down. Let's just like think about this. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I'm not going to sit here because I could sit there forever. So I'm going to move on from that. I came, Jesus came that they, meaning the sheep, meaning us. Okay, we are the sheep. He is the shepherd. I came that they may have life. He could have stopped there. I may came so that you will be saved, so that sheep would live again. Like, I want you, I want you to think about sheep. Like take humans out of it for a second. Let's let's go back into the parable world. Let's go back into the figure of speech that Jesus was using that the Pharisees didn't think about. Like I came, Jesus came, so that the sheep can have life. And he could have stopped there. But then he went on and said, and have it abundantly. These are not just sheep living, these are ship sheep living it out. I gotta be careful with that word. These are sh- sheep living it 
out. This is you and me, not just surviving, not just being saved from death, not just having life, but having it abundantly. Have you actually processed what that sounds like? What that looks like? Jesus came so that you will have life and, and have it abundantly and have it abundantly. You are not put on this planet. Like Jesus just didn't come to save you, period. But he said, I love you so much. Not only am I going to save your life, but I want you to have an abundant life. And I get it. I get it. Sometimes life doesn't feel abundant and sometimes life feels broken and sometimes life feels full of pain and sometimes life is full of circumstances that don't make sense. But my question for you today is what does abundant life look like? What does live abundantly look like? I've mentioned this before, but at the beginning of this year, I I usually spend some time praying about a word of the year, the question of the year, or a theme of the year that the Lord wants me to focus on. I know a lot of people have like one word and that just like filters through. But for me, I don't just like sit and decide. Like I just kind of like mull over it for weeks and weeks and weeks. And, um, and so like last year was, was embrace. And I did a whole episode on that this year, as I was sitting and praying about, okay, what, what is 2023 about? The only thing that I kept hearing over and over and over again was the Lord asking me, Courtney, are you positioned for abundance? (laughs) What? (laughs) Are you positioned for abundance? Are you available for abundance? And at first glance, you go, well, yeah, of course, like, bless me, Lord. Like, of course, I'll take abundance. Like, what do you want to give me? Like, my hands are completely open. And I know I talked about this in a previous episode, so you can go back and listen to it. But um, he was asking me, no, like, are you are you available for abundance? Like the word is not abundance. Learn how to learn abundance in 2023. No, the question is, are you available for abundance? And are you positioned for abundance? Oh, okay, Lord. (laughs) Okay. Because let me tell you what being available for abundance and what positioning yourself is abundance. Let me tell you so far, I'm six months into this. Let me tell you some things that it requires of you. One, um, releasing control. Yeah. Does that hurt? It hurt me too. Okay. Releasing control. Because as much as it's like, hey, God, bless me, I'm ready, I'm open, give it to me, so often we control and we want to keep a tight grip on how the Lord is going to bless us and what abundance looks like. Releasing control. And I had to sit here and I keep doing it, but I had to sit here and do an honest evaluation and self-reflection of what areas of my life am I putting God in a box and therefore putting the way that he wants to bless me in a box, putting the way that he wants to show up the way that he wants to absolutely blow my mind in a box because it's safe for me to stay in my box of control. And I, it's safe to, to, to keep him in a box because if I let him out of the box, if I let God do beyond what I asked or imagine, 
what is he going to require of me? What is he going to ask of me? What is he going to challenge me to do? If I, if I let God out of the box and we all know we're not really letting God out of the box, we know he can get out. Right. But, but he also doesn't force his way in or out of our life. He's a kind gentleman. But if I let God have his way in my life, what is he going to require of me? And some of this, to be completely honest, if I'm being transparent with you, some of this is me um, recognizing and understanding that I have had a very transactional relationship with the Lord over the course of my life for whatever reason, whatever messages or my past or Christianity or whatever. I've had a very transactional relationship with the Lord. So like the only way that God will bless me is a reward for me doing something that costs me a lot or requires a lot of me or me being perfect in X, Y, Z, then I will be able to receive his blessing. And so I've had to rework a lot of that stuff. I know I just flew through that and those are things in itself, but um, I've had to work through those, but it's all part of, of control. And it's all part of, Hey, like if I don't do X, Y, and Z, then yeah, I won't, I won't get his abundance, but also then I can just kind of keep him in a box and I can kind of control that. And God's like, court, (laughs) court, I want to show up in crazy ways, but you've got to release control, which then leads me to number two. We have to be aware of our fear. Thinking about abundance Abundance can also bring a lot of unknowns. God, I really want a new job. God, I would really love that. But also at the same time, I'm actually like really, really afraid of XYZ at this new job because it's a brand new job, a brand new experience. There's a few different unknowns. So I'm actually going to stay safe and I'm not going to step into and I'm not going to apply for that new job. Okay. God, I know that uh, you want to bless me and I know that you have abundant life, but um, I am really fearful and I don't really want to put myself out there and I don't really want to interact with new people. So I know that, and I really feel like, you know, you are wanting to bring like a relationship or a marriage and I want to be positioned for that. Um, But also I'm very afraid to put myself out there and that requires me to be a little uncomfortable. And so I don't want to do that. It's control and it's fear. Control and fear. And then the other thing that I've been learning, position for abundance, is boldness. I've had to make a lot of bold decisions. And I've spent a lot of my life being like, I need to have this very clear answer for the Lord, this cookie cutter answer. And what the Lord's been challenging me to do is Will you just take one step? Will you just take one step forward? Without getting into it, I have a lot of open tabs in my life. Um, I have a lot of different things. (laughs) One friend put it, uh, wow, that's a lot of things you're juggling. And not that I'm like overly busy or not that, um, you know, I have a lot going on. But just the fact that like I have so many variables right now of things that could happen that are all completely different situations. 
And the order that these things come to pass will lead to very different results in my life. So I have like, I'm kind of like in waiting for thing A, thing B, thing C. And if they come to pass in order A, B, and C, that's going to be like, my life's going to look one way. But if they come to order B, C, and A, my life's going to look very different. But if they come C, A, and B, my life's going to look very, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm kind of just, that that for a while, it's just like, makes me kind of want to pause and makes me want to like not move anywhere because I'm like, wow, that's so many different outcomes. That's so many different that's there's a lot of fear there's a lot of unknown in that there's a lot of i don't have a lot of control in that and what god's been challenging me to do is to just take one step and so you know we talk here in the grace of the growth about sit in the unknown and a lot of times we're talking about sitting in the unknown about faith or about life or yeah i don't know the answer to that whatever but i have literally been sitting in the unknown of i don't know what my life's going to look like in 6 months I don't know what it's going to look like in two months. I definitely don't know what it's going to look like in a year, five years. Oh my gosh. Do not ask me about my five-year plan. Do not. I will tell you it doesn't exist, to be quite honest. I can have dreams, but a five-year plan, yeah, no. There's too many variables. But I have found so much joy in taking steps. I have so much joy. If you have heard me talk about dating or you've heard me talk... Um, even, I mean, honestly, even about jobs or all of my clients know this, like a swipe on a dating app doesn't mean a a match. A match doesn't mean a conversation. A conversation doesn't mean a date. A date doesn't mean a second date. A second date doesn't mean a third date. A third date doesn't mean a relationship and a relationship doesn't mean an engagement and engagement doesn't necessarily mean a marriage. Yet so many of us won't swipe because we don't know if we could marry this person. Swiping is a long way away from marriage. Going to Indeed.com and typing in a new job is a really long way from actually accepting the job. And yet a lot of times we won't take a first step because there's so much unknowns at the end. And what God's been asking me to do in all different areas of my life is... Will you just take one step? Will you take one step and I will start revealing things to you one step at a time? And I have found so much peace in knowing that I don't have to know the end result right now. And I'm not going to know the end result right now. But I I can take one step and I can see where it leads me. It's not going to be the end of the world. And the reason, so how does this tie in? How does this all tie in to this abundant life? Well, it's, it it ties in because for me, wanting to control and having fear and wanting to know the full outcome and not taking one step resulted in me not moving, period, not doing anything and living this very passive life. And I don't want to live passive. I don't want to live life as just, well, we'll just see what happens and just let life happen. No, I want to be in the driver's seat of my life. 
And I'm not sitting here and going like, no, but God's the driver's seat of your life. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I was talking with a friend this weekend and she said, yeah, but at the end of the day, I make the decision. And am I going to include what I feel that God is saying to me in the decision? Absolutely. But I'm making the decision, obedience or disobedience. And I just thought that was so well put. Yeah, I've heard for forever, like, put God in the driver's seat of your life. You sit in the passenger seat. And it's like, I'm like, no, I, I get to make decisions. Am I going to include him in my decisions? 1000%. I might ignore him sometimes because I'm human and I'm not perfect. But I, I, um, I want to like him to be a part of it. Sorry, I lost my train of thought there. I want, want him to be a part of it, but I'm going to make the decision at the end of the day. And so, yeah, that's the life I want to live. I want to live a life where I am driving, where my life is moving forward. I don't know where it's going, but it's moving. It's much easier to change the direction of a moving car than of one that's parked. It's one of my favorite things to say. I just changed my life. So I want to go back to this. I'm going to read this one more time. And really, I, I just hope today that you just get a little encouragement, a little, a little love. Because I just, I just had so many conversations, like I said, and it's just heavy on my heart. And so when it's heavy on my heart, I want to share it with you. You are worth having a abundant life. John 10, 10, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Abundant life is yours. He came for an abundant life. So what does abundance mean to you? And I want you to dig deep. Abundance may not be money and career and relationships. Abundance might be freedom. Abundance might be healing. Abundance might be authenticity. That's that's true for me. Part of me living my abundant life has been me learning and figuring out how to live my authentic life. And I believe that's accessible for each and every one of us. Each and every one of us can live that abundant life. You're worth it. You deserve it. He loves you that much. He doesn't just want you to live. He wants you to live abundantly. It's biblical. This isn't prosperity gospel. This isn't transactional. This isn't do this and you will get this. You deserve abundant life and it's not because of anything you've done. It's because you're his kid. Gosh, it's because you're his kid. It's not because of what you've done or what you don't done. You haven't done. I'm, I'm going to say this: if you've counted yourself out, if you've counted yourself out and you have stepped away from abundant life because you feel like you don't deserve it because of what you've done or you haven't done enough or you're not good enough or you have too many mistakes or you're not, you feel like you're not talented enough or not called enough. Like don't count yourself out. 
You deserve abundant life because you're his kid, not because of what you've done or what you haven't done. You deserve it. And it's not on your actions. You deserve it because of who he is, because he's your dad. He's your heavenly father. and He loves you more than you can even wrap your head around. Abundant life is accessible to you. It might take time. It might take releasing control. It might take stepping out in boldness, taking that one step. It might be pushing through your fear, but it is there waiting for you. Are you positioned for abundance? Are you? I want it for you. I want to see you living abundantly. I want to see you taking every day, every moment, and making it the best that you can with the cards you've been dealt. Because that's what I believe the Lord wants for you as well. That's all I have to say today. I am getting emotional, more emotional, but that's, it's just been heavy on my heart. And so, um, I hope it encourages you. And as always, like I'm in your corner. I really am. I don't just say that as a cute little thing, whatever. Like I really mean it. I'm in your corner. I want to stand with you. I want to encourage you. I want to empower you. If this, if you listen to this and something stood out to you or something stuck with you, I want to hear about it. I want to talk about it. I want to dive deeper with it. And if you're sitting here and you're saying, hey, I have a lot of things. I have a lot of blocks that are keeping me from living that abundant life. Or I've counted myself out because I feel like I don't deserve it or whatever it is. Let me know. Shoot me a DM. Shoot me an email. And we can see how we can work together, how I can encourage you. We can get on a Zoom call. We can jump on. We can do one-on-one stuff together. We can figure out how we can break through some of these mindsets. Because I believe it's I believe it's there for you. I believe it's accessible for you. And if you need somebody to process with or somebody to count on or just a friend to listen to you, I am here for you. And I know a lot of awesome, incredible people also doing the work. So reach out to me, let me know. Um, but then also if something stood out to you in this episode, let me know as well. So, um, let me pray. I don't know. I don't always pray at the end of every episode, but I feel like that's how I want to end this one because my heart's beating and I'm a little emotional. So let's do that. God, I thank you so much for coming I thank you for giving us life and life abundantly. I thank you that you are a good father, that you are the good shepherd, that you chase after the one that you see us, that you know us, that you love us. I thank you that your love isn't conditional that it isn't based upon what we've done or what we haven't done, what we've accomplished or not. 
your love, your salvation, and your abundant life isn't limited by our humanity. It surpasses that. And so today, Lord, I just pray for every person listening to the sound of my voice that you would encourage them and sit with them as they search their hearts, as they ask the questions, where have I withheld control? Where have I allowed fear to be loud? And where have I not taken steps? Where have I lived passively? And I pray that you would just illuminate those things to our hearts. You would illuminate them so clearly that we would be able to see them, that you would give us the boldness to start working through them. That you would give us the peace to sit. You would give us the patience to walk through and to soak every single joy and moment and make today the best day that we can with the cards we've been given for today. They would give us patience with people around us. We would have joy, unspeakable, peace that surpasses understanding. We would feel your love every single step of the way. And every other fruit of the Spirit would just flow through our days. I pray for the person on the other side of this who feels like abundant life is a transactional reward. That you would just sit them, put, sit there with them, put your arm around their shoulder and just say, Hey, it's not about what you've done or not done. You're my kid. You're my kid and I love you. And I came not just to give you life, but to give it abundantly. God, I thank you for pressing this so hard on my heart and for speaking so clearly to my heart. And as I'm wrestling this with this in my life and continuing to grow and to learn it, I pray that you would just illuminate next steps for each and every one of us. Search our hearts, God, we are here, open-handed. Help us to position ourselves for abundance. We love you in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for sitting with me, y'all, and being on this journey with me. And I'm right there along with you, learning this and growing this along the way. Like I said, it's been such a theme and such a stretch for me over the last six months. And it just, yeah just wanted to share it with you. So I hope you feel a little less alone and always know that I'm here for you and we'll chat next time. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to the Grace for the Growth podcast with Courtney Leo. I hope that this conversation encouraged you and inspired you on your own growth journey and as you pursue a life full of authenticity and freedom. I want to encourage you to interact with us on social media at Grace for the Growth and at Courtney Y. Leo. Also, if you've got any ideas, way that these episodes have impacted you or encouraged you, I want to invite you to either DM us or email us at hello at graceforthegrowth.com. Until next time, I challenge you to embrace your story, welcome the messy, 
sit in the unknown, and live authentically. Bye-bye now.